0: Welcome to season two of the You Belong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti, let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Braden, your host. Super pumped up uh, for this episode today. It's got a we got a very special guest. It's his first time on the You Belong podcast. We need to give it up for him. We have Ethan Corbett. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's up, man? Super pumped up to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, excited. Ethan, are you excited? I'm, I'm very excited, man. Yeah, um, I've been wanting to do this for a while now. So. Oh yeah. yeah, it's finally time. It's finally time. Well, I'm running out of people, like on staff, you know, to like people that have. So like, you're scratching the bottom of the barrel. No, like, Ethan. not for you. No. <laughs> no, I'm saying now. Like I'm like there's there's only a certain amount of people yeah. whatever, to get on here, and so uh, you're definitely uh, you were on the list to get awesome. on. Um And uh, now it's the time has happened. It's it's made its yeah, course. I'm excited, free to man. be on here. Be good. um So Ethan. For the people that don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe some, some backstory, what you do, what you like to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh,
1: well, I've been coming to Faith Church here for about four years now, and I started off in the School of Ministry program, same as you. Mm-hmm. I know you went through that as well. So. Yes, sir. I went through the year before Braden, mm-hmm. and then uh, I got offered an internship in kids. I've done a little bit of janitorial work as well. I've mm. been a janitor for two years. And then recently I've taken over the uh, the Shoals Kids Department over in our new campus. Okay, And I'm actually running our kids ministry over there. Heck yeah. And so I really enjoy that. It's been really good. It's, uh, I really feel like I've stepped into a season of growth and of mm. uh, bearing fruit. And so that's been really good. But outside the church, I mean, uh, I like to run. I like to exercise. That's really my thing is running, though. I, I used to run long distances, marathons, stuff like that. Mm. So I still enjoy to dabble in that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty much me. I'm married. Okay, I there, it is. Yeah, that's there it is. There it is. You're waiting for that one. Yeah, I'm married. I have a wife well, and uh, two dogs. Oh, yeah. Two? You want
0: to throw them in there? I was about to say two kids. No, no, two no, dogs, no. Two dogs. Two dogs. Two dogs. Two dogs. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, my wife Bethany, she's been helping me out with all of our ministry stuff as we've been growing, and she's been such a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. And so, shout out to Bethany if you're listening.
0: Yeah, hopefully she'll listen. She'll, I think definitely, she'll, listen. she'll, listen, she'll definitely listen. She'll definitely listen. <laughs> she listens to these. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, th- that's awesome, man. Ethan, we've we've known each other for probably just as about as long as you've been going here. I for think. sure. Yeah. Um, so about four years. Uh, and it's been it's been pretty cool to see like. We both have gone through the school ministry, gone through lots of hardship, lots yeah. of stuff that we don't want to do, and and, yeah. and just tough stuff with trying to get into ministry and just everything that goes into into that. So it's been really cool to see yeah. you like stick out some stuff that like not a lot of people would appreciate. You know, that, yeah. like stick it out through. Um, and I think we've you, we both have seen the the kind of the the back end of like that faithfulness of yeah. like now you know you're doing something that you feel like you're making a difference you're growing in it and that like you actually get some like some joy in doing and and kind of helping other people and so it's been cool to see this new um new position that you've you've gotten into and it's just the beginning too which is which is crazy because our Schultz campus we just planted um and you're just now getting into that and and leading that kids ministry and there's i mean in a year you guys will have your own building yeah doing all that so that's that's super exciting um so you got two dogs, you're married. How long have you been married?
1: I've been married it's almost been a year. It'll be in the middle of April. We've been married for a year. Doesn't feel okay. like that? Yeah. It's flew by because we've had a lot of fun together mm-hmm. and it's been really good. But uh
0: yeah, it's almost been a year, almost man. A Blows year. my mind. That's crazy. I remember yeah. it seems like it was a very long time ago when you guys got married. Yeah but also like yeah. <laughs> just it's so weird how, it's weird. how yeah. time works. It's like it was way all the way back last April, but it's also like, dang, that was just last April. Yeah, and now man. it's about to be April again. <laughs> It's felt like the longest and the shortest year. For real? <laughs> What's the best thing so far about being
1: married? Oh, man. You just wake up every morning to your best friend, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a permanent sleepover. Wow. Like, they don't go home at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and so, before we got married, when we were dating, we were I was driving 30 minutes to her house, mm-hmm. and then 30 minutes back almost yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like... Now whenever yeah, no, we say goodnight, yeah. it's like we just roll over. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a shorter trip. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's awesome. I need like a um, a thing with a bunch of buttons to have like sound effects. Yeah, that would be really good. That one would have been like, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Well that's awesome. Man, I remember when uh man, when you guys weren't dating, when you guys were just friends and um, and then seeing everything going yeah. on with you guys. Dating and then school ministry though, gave yeah. it in the way of that. Then you guys had to oh, wait yeah. dating rod. Um but I always like being kinda in the uh kind of the audience or whatever of people like knowing them before they were together yeah. and seeing them together and then seeing them married. I think that's cool to see like, wow, For I knew sure. you guys both separately and then when you're together now as you're married, it's like different people almost and it was really
1: cool because like we were best friends for two years and so like everybody was like oh they're friends are they gonna get together maybe (laughs) who knows and then
0: (laughs) then finally we get together and it's like oh they're getting married (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's awesome i feel like that probably to me that's really good to be able to be friends best friends with somebody before you you know enter into the romantic side of the relationship kind of sets up a good foundation i think so for sure that's awesome um Super happy for you and Bethany, man. Almost a year yeah, anniversary man. coming up to celebrate that. You guys are crushing it. I feel like um, I can tell you both really, like, obviously both really love each other. You just, yeah. I mean, you really, I feel like you guys are, you just stick together. Like, you, it's oh, gonna, yeah. you guys are going to, you're in it for the long You can almost sure. say we were made for each <laughs> other. <Yeah. laughs> for real. So that's Ethan Corbett, people. He, uh, he works at Faith Church, has been working here for a couple of years now. Um, and doing Faith Kids different things for about four yeah, years now. Doing yeah, doing <laughs> lots of different things. Um, he is he is stuck through, because um, he's been faithful and he wants to do ministry. You yeah. know, honoring the the call that God has given you. And you've done a fantastic job that. at doing it. Um, and so he's he is starting that kids ministry over at the Shoals campus, crushing it. Um, so if you live over in the Shoals area, yeah, head over to the Shoals for campus for sure. It's a great time. Um. You got two dogs. I wanted to talk about that. Real oh, quick. yeah. What, we got, what uh, kind of dogs you got?
1: So we got Rosie. She's a uh, Labrador mix. Mm. She was actually my brother's dog's puppy. Okay. And I liked her so much that I wanted to keep her. Yeah. And so uh, I've had her for two years now. Okay. And uh, she goes everywhere with me. Nice. And then recently, about five months ago, me and Bethany always had like this dream dog that mm-hmm. both of us had always wanted.
0: And it was the same dog? It anyway? was the same dog, Let's yes.
1: <laughs> so we always wanted a golden retriever. Oh, yeah. And so we were at a friend's house and they had a golden retriever, but they also knew somebody that had golden retriever puppies. Ooh, perfect. And they, sh- they were showing us pictures. And I leaned over to Bethany and I was like, You don't know it yet, but we're going to get that puppy today. <laughs> and we did. So, really? yeah, we drove over there and we got it. Yes. And that's Lily. And she's our little okay. golden retriever puppy. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Is it pretty crazy happening? two dogs it is
1: it can it's really nice cuz whenever i leave to come here and go to work and stuff and bethany's at home mm. i feel like she has company there she's yeah. not just sitting around the house yeah and they also are sort of guard dogs they bark at anything that come up comes up in the driveway yeah so it's also that sense of security, mm-hmm. but then it's also you're responsible for two living yeah. creatures yeah, and for real. it's like <laughs> you got uh, to em. feed them and water them or they will die. Yeah. You got to take them out and puppies, I don't know if you ever had a puppy in the house, mm-hmm. but you have to take them out like a lot. Yeah. And or so, else they're going to go yeah. in the house. <laughs> and then crate training was wild. It mm-hmm. was oh yeah. But now it's been really good. We really enjoy having.
0: I couldn't imagine not having a dog in my yeah. house now. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Ethan Super pumped up for you to be on this, uh, be on this Me episode too. of the podcast. I'm glad to get to. Kn- I mean, I already knew most of that, but the people they yeah. know you more now. Um, I got a pretty interesting question for you. All right, let's a little get into break the ice type of All question. Right. Um, I was looking at would you rather questions. I'm like, what's a good one? Because there's some that I'm like, that is not a good would you yeah. rather question. Um, this might be good, might not. It's kind of different. Would you rather? Have to write everything you say out by hand. So everything you say, you got to write it out by hand. Oh, man. Or only be able to speak in rhymes. All right, so this is going to be a little bit weird. (laughs) So a few
1: years ago, I broke my hand, Mm. and... It hasn't been right since, and so I hate writing. Oh man! And so I actually had to teach myself to write with my left hand. So when yeah. the ri- so the writing, everything I say, like I'm not doing that. You're like that's gonna mind. hurt. Yeah. I'm just gonna have to learn to speak in rhymes. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll take some poetry classes or something. Yeah, and-
0: for real. Dang. I don't. I mean, I think. Man, there's something bad about each because writing everything you like. I mean, I'd have to be writing everything right now that I'm saying. That's just gonna take up way too much yeah, time. Yeah, it is. And then, uh, m- I mean, my hand's going to cramp eventually, but then only speaking in rhymes? Like, yeah. you can only speak it's in gonna rhymes. It's going to be difficult. That's
1: annoying. Like, I can't even think of a rhyme. I've been trying to sit here trying to wow you with a rhyme, <laughs> and, like, I got nothing.
0: Well, but, I think it'd be, like, it just happens. Yeah. Like, it. you can only speak, like, think, it's just yeah. going to happen. Like, but that's just going to be annoying. Yeah, I think people. people will get really annoyed yeah. with you.
1: But also, if you're if you're having to write a thing you say, you're either going to say a lot less, so yeah. you don't have to write as much, that's or true. you're going to have to say really slowly. So
0: you're going to spe- have. You seen the Office? Have you watched that? I've watched some of it. Um, so, you know Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's an episode <laughs> yeah. where he starts using uh like as few words as yeah. possible, so he's like few words do trick yeah <laughs> like that's what I'd be talking yeah. about if I had to write it all out I yeah, think, I've seen yeah, that episode I don't think I'd be able to write everything out because I mean that would just I mean unless I just did not talk very much yeah but every I'd have to have a notepad and you just have to write everything you're saying I talk a, a
1: lot that'd be really difficult for me
0: and I don't know if it's like you can't talk and you have to write it or like you're talking oh, wow. and writing because it says you have to write everything you say out by hand. You, you might talk and write it. I am I think I'd have to go with speaking in rhymes. It may be annoying yep. to the people listening to me anytime I'm talking to them. It's going to be a lot easier <laughs> on you. Yeah, the. but I'm not going to have to write all the time. Uh, yeah, kind of interesting uh, question there. There's just, I'm look trying to look up questions and some, like who's coming up with these would you rather questions? Yeah, for real. I feel like I came up with better ones at the lunch table in fourth grade <laughs> with, with my friends. But, yeah, I think I'm speaking in rhymes. Is that what you're going Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Final answer. You broke your hand, so you're – and it's still messed up, you said? It just like never just it never got back good? to normal. That's it just
1: tough. gets tired, really. You know how your hand gets tired sometimes yeah. when you're on mm-hmm. Mine does it after, like, two sentences. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <so>. That's, tough. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> tough. Well, we did not come on this podcast to talk about rhyming. That's right. Or writing. Um, so, Ethan, we were talking, you know, the other day, asking you kind of, like, what, what you'd want to talk about, you know – um and you actually shared yeah. in our staff meeting um, the other day, uh, it's called a five-minute moment. Yeah, You know, we have opportunities sometimes just to get up, share a short kind of word. Um, and that's what that's what you're able to do this past staff meeting. Um, and so we're going to continue talking about what what you talked about there. You seem yeah, you know, kind of passionate about for that, sure. especially in this time. Um, quick question, I guess, just to, to get us into it. Um, I feel like this is... This is true, but is this like something that we're, whatever we're about to talk about? It's a surprise because they don't know yet. Yeah. Um has it been something that you're learning right now, like something that God's kind of bringing you through right now?
1: It's been a it's been a really long journey. Like this has been something that I've struggled with for a long time mm-hmm. and something that I've really uh it's just been recent that I've really started taking the appropriate measures yeah. to fix the thing that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. Go ahead.
0: You, and, yeah, All right, so what we're going to be talking
1: about, about today is something that I'm very passionate about, something mm-hmm. I've been working on. It's uh, speaking life. And I'm not talking about speaking life over your friends, over the people you work with, because I feel like that's a lot easier mm-hmm. than speaking life over yourself. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times it's easy to send that text to somebody and yeah. encourage them, mm-hmm. but it's not as easy really to encourage yourself and mm-hmm. stuff that you do. It's easier to put yourself down in your head. And so, uh, recently, that's what I've really been working on.
0: Yeah. Is that, so you feel like that's been recently God's been kind of doing that, or has this been a um, a long time? Let's,
1: uh, I mean, we can jump right into this. I was going to tell a little bit of where this came from, and uh, so when I first started coming to uh, Faith Church, Mm -hmm. I had uh, crippling anxiety, Mm. and so, like, and I don't mean, like, um, you know, I'm just a little bit anxious. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I couldn't walk into a room with people mm. because I'm con- I was constantly thinking about what other people might be saying yeah. or thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And so I actually came here off of a season of going to therapy. Mm. So, like, I was in therapy to try to help that. Yeah. And so one of the things in therapy that they taught me to do was every day of the week I had to do something that gets, my, gets me out of my comfort zone.
0: Mm-hmm. That's tough. <laughs> and, no, it's really hard.
1: It's like the first day there was a uh there was a blood van, like you know, the yeah. blood dry van. yeah, giving blood and I gave I gave blood for the first time ever. And yeah. I was like, Well that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and so one of the things and this will tell you how bad my anxiety was, one of the things was um I couldn't order food at a restaurant unless I'd been there before with a friend. Really? Like I couldn't go up into <laughs> that line. So like I'd be at the G U C at mm-hmm. uh uh UNA yeah. and I'd always get Pizza Hut. Because that's where my friends and I had went yeah. one time, yeah. and so like I couldn't go to the other ones. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the second day, like I went to Einstein Bros Coffee and got mm-hmm. some coffee, yeah. and started my lifelong addiction. <laughs> but yeah, um, and so that was something I was struggling with. And mm-hmm. so when I came here, and this is a this is a funny st- part of this story, mm-hmm. um, I sat down in grow you, which mm-hmm. is our next steps here at yeah. Faith Church. Mm-hmm. And my therapist was in my Grow U class. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I was like, oh, this is awkward. Dang. Like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so you're going to tell everybody like, that I'm crazy? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's kind of weird. You usually don't see, like, your, I feel like you don't uh, yeah. expect to see your therapist. I didn't. It's like they live in yeah the office or wherever you meet them or whatever. Like, that's where they're at. Yeah. Up. They don't come to the real world. They're and with as many people as we have at Faith Church, I was yeah. like, I'll
1: never run into them. Yeah. It's was like right there beside <laughs> me. I'm like, you're oh, like, no.
0: My name is not Ethan. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that was a different guy. That was my twin that has anxiety. But no, uh, so I immediately, after that, I started into Faith Kids because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to find something. One of my friends was in on the volunteer team here, mm-hmm. and they got me plugged in. And that started my lifelong journey of beating anxiety and yeah. beating what everybody else isn't thinking of me, but I thought mm-hmm. they were thinking of me. Yeah. And so that's that's where I've been at for the past four years is just trying to beat that. Yeah, that's awesome. Recently, I've really kicked it up a notch and mm-hmm. started taking deliberate steps, yeah. which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah,
0: for sure. That's awesome. I think, uh, man, anxiety is – all levels of anxiety is something I think it's always been around. But I yeah. think for some reason it's just being, like, highlighted a lot more yeah. right now, I guess, in, in the last few years and in, in this kind of – I think so as well, this, yeah time of life that we're in I guess is just like depression and and anxiety is like at all times high it's people may not have like I think some people might have like clinical depression like some people do but like they just have the feelings of like of being depressed like they're just in a state of like sadness all the time and just putting themselves down and just like getting down in a rut basically and not being able to get out and then I think that can lead to like actual like clinical stuff that like you're going to need help with and yeah there's all different levels of it i think and so anxiety especially in the church is something that um i think prevents people from coming you know and i think that's awesome that like you took that step and now look and there's nothing wrong
1: like that's something i wanted to say on this like there's nothing wrong with finding somebody to talk to about it like if you're Mm -hmm. struggling with something like that's not normal yeah Mm -hmm. like it's it's uh it's something that it's not you don't have to be ashamed of to get mm-hmm. that taken care for of sure. to go and sit down and and that yeah. was where I was at for a long time. Like I mm-hmm. didn't want to seek help. Yeah. I didn't want to go and talk to anybody. It's like I'm just being you know, I'm just being silly, I'm mm-hmm. just being crazy. Like no, like there's something literally wrong there mm-hmm. and I needed to talk to somebody. Yeah. And once I did I started being able to fix it.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. I mean I think there's a lot of shame that comes into stuff like that and you're like and a little pride, you know, you feel oh, like yeah. nothing's wrong. I don't need to go get anything fixed. Like I can't go to I have to go talk to somebody. Yep. To figure, like, man, there's, there's power in, in sharing something with somebody, you know, is like there specifically to help you. Yep. And it's not going to tell anybody. Yeah. Um, there's just like a whole nother level of like, I think confidence in that person. And yep. of, like, they're going to keep this to themselves, obviously, because it's For their sure. job. But, um, I think there's a bad rap with, with therapy. There's a bad rap with, um, like going to a therapist just because it's, I don't know, seen as, like, you're weak or something, yeah. but I think it, it's super helpful. I think I think it's kind of turning around. I think more people are seeing that, like, it's not a bad thing if you, like, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you, it's worse if you don't go to therapy. If you're just going to struggle with, ed- with whatever you got going on by yourself, yeah. it's just going to make it worse.
1: And one of the things that I struggled with was uh, once, you know, I got saved and became mm-hmm. a Christian was, like, you know, God can fit, and God can fix it. Mm-hmm. Uh, prayer, yeah. time, and meditate, or journal, mm-hmm. and all that, thinking about God, godly things, all that can fix it. But yeah. He's also given these people an, an anointing on their life mm-hmm. to talk to you about things that you're struggling with. Like they're a resource that God has given us, mm-hmm. and it's up to us to take that step into that office and use that. Mm-hmm. And so that was yeah. one of the things, like my pride in wanting to say you know like god fixed it well he did fix it Mm -hmm. when i got the courage to step in to one of these people that he's anointed with that ability to talk to me about it yeah and so it's that's one of the things that um was really a hold back for me Mm -hmm. along with pride i had a little bit i had a lot of pride too
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome i mean it's awesome to see the you know where you started and Uh now i mean you're sharing on a podcast i think yeah, that's like yeah two extremes you <laughs> yeah if you're is. going into room like not being able to to have a conversation with somebody now you're having a conversation for others to yeah to listen to um so that's awesome but so speaking life to yourself um talk to me talk to us a little bit about that what um, this is um what kind of goes into that so we'll go into a little bit
1: of my talk that i did for staff the other day i'm gonna mm-hmm. pull a pull a verse up here and i'll just for start sure. by reading that And this is in James 3 through 5, and it says, When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. Mm. And so I don't know if you know anything about horses. Have you ever rode horses? Rode a horse one time, probably won't ever do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way Bethany was. I got her on one one time, and she's like, nope. Yeah. Uh, but uh, a horse is a big animal, yeah. and, like, they're strong, mm-hmm. and uh, they can they can go wherever they want to. For sure. But if you put a bit in their mouth and you turn their head, mm-hmm. it makes them turn their head, that turns their whole body. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, you can change the direction that a gigantic animal that's much stronger than you goes. Yeah. And so the bit that's like the kind of the bar that goes, yeah, in it's mouth like a it, metal bar that goes, in the, yeah, to the reins, the reins, yeah, yeah, okay, so you know that. horses, look at that, <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, so you have hold of the reins, yeah. the reins changes the bit, mm-hmm. turns the head, yeah, and so if there if the Bible is comparing our tongue to something that powerful that yeah. it can change the direction of a thousand pound animal, <laughs> yeah then obviously there's something there that your tongue can sort of steer the direction of your life. Mm, mm-hmm. And so uh, a lot of times I find myself, and this was a couple months ago that I really started this this push towards speaking life over myself. Mm-hmm. And it sounds vain when you say that, like I'm going to yeah. encourage myself, or, mm-hmm. th- but that's that's not it. It's just building yourself up so you're not uh, doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had a volunteer volunteer. That uh, almost knocked out a ceiling tile in mm. the the building that we were in yeah. with some of our pipe and drape poles, mm-hmm. and uh, immediately my response was, "Man, uh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Like, you didn't hit it. Mm-hmm. You didn't hurt it. Everything's yeah. fine. It's great." So like, I'm immediately speaking life over them yeah. and encouragement. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, mm. I almost did the same exact thing. Oh man. And immediately in my head, I'm like, oh, you're a moron. Like, mm-hmm. why did you do that? Yeah. You almost destroyed their property. You would have had to pay for that. Mm. And it's literally like I had this moment where I caught myself. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally did this last week. Mm-hmm. And I encouraged them. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I not encouraging myself yeah. like I did them? hmm And so one of the main things that I tell myself uh, starting out is I'm like, you're not that bad. Like, you're not as bad as you're making yourself out to be. hmm you you made a mistake, own it, move on. Like the, the mistakes don't define you. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I've really started to speak life over myself and encouragement over myself. Mm-hmm. It's even like um, you see parents do it with their kids. Yeah. You speak affirmations over your kids, like mm-hmm. you are smart, Yeah. you are kind, you mm-hmm. are genuine. Mm-hmm. And the kid grows up thinking, like, I'm all these things. But if you're telling yourself in your head, like, I'm terrible, I'm a moron. I can't do anything right. Then you can't, Mm -hmm. because you're already getting it in your head that you can't do things right before you even get started.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, thinking about this, preparing for this for this podcast, I'm like, I don't want it to seem, you know, like, like we have the power. You know, it's not like about us. Like, oh, we're speaking life to ourself. You know, it's just all about ourself, me, me, me. Because I don't think that's what it is. Um, but I think what what's important to note is like that if we're going to be able to make a difference in other people's lives, if we're going to be able to kind of, if we're trying to be like Jesus, if we're going to do that, like we have to, we have to be that for ourselves too. Yes, like you, you, yes. if, if you're down in the dumps and you're just, you just speak bad to yourself all the time, even not out loud, just in your head, if you're, if you're just beating yourself up about everything you do, like you're not going to be able to to do anything Yeah. for other people. You're not going to be able to, sh- share things to other people you're not going to be able to help build them up or anything That's right. if you can't do it for yourself so like it's not a I don't want to see this as like a selfish thing of like oh we need to build ourselves up yeah by our own power like no go to the word of God you know ask God to like give me like I need this you know confidence I need yeah. this joy I need this like I can't do this alone and so it's not just in our own power but like, right. like God can help us start speaking his promises over yeah. us. Start speaking what what he said about us to ourselves. I and mean, that's what's gonna, you know, I think kickstart like, oh, like, okay, like I can yeah. do this. Like, I'm not terrible. I'm not yeah. doing horrible at this. And um, then it becomes a habit. But if, if you can't lead yourself, you know, if you, you're it. not gonna be able to to help others, you're not and gonna be able to lead yeah. others. And I may have gotten into... I know, I'm glad you went there. Like yeah, that's where I was saying. headed next.
1: Yeah. Uh, a quote by Chad Veach from mm-hmm. Help, I Work With People. Mm-hmm. You can understand why I, uh, I read that book. Yeah. <laughs> I work with you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but <laughs> it's... uh, <laughs> Yeah, Chad Veach, Help, I Work With People. He says, Your ability to love and lead others grows from your ability to love and lead yourself. Mm, yeah. Because if you can't love and lead yourself, like that should be... You should be the easiest person to love because mm-hmm. you're, you're you. Yeah. God made you this way, mm-hmm. and if you can't lead yourself, uh, you're, have self-control, lead your emotions, then how can you expect to be where you need to be for all the people that are going to be around you, that are going to mm-hmm. be under your ministry? Yeah. And so uh, that's one of the main things to speak, uh, speak in life, mm-hmm. is learning to lead yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, even if you're not a leader, like even yeah. if you see yourself, which I would say everybody everybody's a leader. Everybody's a leader. Um, so don't be saying you're not a leader. Everybody— You all have influence over a certain amount of people. Like it just is the case. So um but if you don't see yourself as like a a high level leader, like you don't in your job or or whatever you're doing, like you don't see yourself um like this is still for you. Like it's still Yeah. Like if you're gonna be able if you're a Christ follower, we're supposed to be leading other people to Jesus. Yeah. So you may not see yourself as some high leader, but you could somebody might see you as their leader. Um and so if you're if you're not speaking life over yourself, chances are you're probably not speaking in life over other people yeah. as much as you could be. You might some because, yeah. like you said, it's kind of easy to like. You're like, oh, that person had a bad day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna encourage them. I'm gonna send them a Bible verse. Right. I'm gonna be like, hey, you want to go get coffee or something? Like that's kind of easy to do it for others. We kind of ignore ourselves. We kind of just think it doesn't matter what what ourselves think or yeah. what, how we're doing. Um, but it's gonna affect. Other right. relationships, I think if yeah if you're down in the dumps, other people around you might be down in the dumps when they're with you. But if you're speaking life over yourself beforehand, you got the confidence from God. You like you got it all. Like people are going to notice that. People are going yeah. to be able be able to when they're with you, their confidence will grow. They're That's right. you know they're going to be like, how are you like this positive or how are you like this or that? And be like, well, man, God has been doing this in my life, yeah. and He's just I've asked Him like to give me this like just. Desire to start speaking more positively over things and, and right. things like that, but but I think that quote that quote's incredible. Yeah. Like if you can't if you can't lead yourself, you're not going to be able to lead yeah. anybody else. And I like what you said.
1: Uh, you don't have to be like a pastor or a mm-hmm. ministry director yeah. to be a leader. Like you have little brothers, mm-hmm. you have friends. You sometimes your parents yeah. follow your your example. You can set an example. For anyone, mm-hmm. as far as being a Christian, like uh, people see you when you're reading your Bible, people yeah. see you when you're praying, mm-hmm. people see you when you know you you stubbed your toe and you didn't cut somebody out. <laughs> yeah. Like people see that, mm-hmm. people see that, and they they want to follow somebody that's different in yeah. the world. They want to mm-hmm. follow somebody that has
0: the peace that God offers them. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I was looking, I was trying to look up statistics about some of the stuff. Um, I love statistics. Yeah, w- when it comes to stuff like this, because it like just puts things in a... Sp- Perspective of like, wow! This many more people like are in the same boat as me, or like, wow! This could happen if I keep doing this. But I couldn't find a lot of statistics, but I did find something that's crazy um, to me at least, and it's so it's talking about you know just being positive, kind of the the speaking life over yourself um, and the the positive kind of talk, like, um, and not not the negative mindset. So if you if you do speak life, you know if you're positive about life. Um, you know, within yourself, talking out loud or just talking to your head, just having that positive mindset, yeah. speaking life over yourself. It does so many things. Mm-hmm. It's been proven, like, I didn't do this study. Scientists yeah. did this thing. Um, it increases the lifespan. It lowers rates of depression. It lowers levels of distress and pain. There's a greater resistance to illnesses. Better psychological and physical well-being better cardiovascular health and reduced risk of death from cardiovascular disease and stroke reduce wow. risk of death from cancer reduce risk of death from respiratory conditions reduce reduced risk of death from infections and better coping skills during hardships and time of stress wow and so just that alone like if we weren't even i didn't talking, know that if we weren't even talking about jesus if we weren't talking about having faith in god like Maybe you're somebody that's just, you're not there yet. Like, it increases your chances to, like, fight illnesses. Yeah. It, like, it's proven that when people have cancer, like, and they're going through chemo, they're going through it. Like, the people that are just, like, accepting it and be like, I'm, this is it. This is going to take me out and just have that negative mindset. Like, it's just going to take, usually, that's what happens. Yeah. But there's literally been cases where people are in the same boat with the same cancer. The, and the same sickness but they have a crazy positive outlook and they're fighting this thing like every day like no i'm getting better yeah i'm going to beat this thing people actually like end up beating the cancer and the chemo works and they end up are cancer free like there's something awesome. powerful that's like awesome. you're saying like a horse man can be controlled by its mouth with just this little instrument and it's dude i was on a horse before and I felt like it could kill me. Because yeah. <laughs> it could. And this powerful thing is controlled by it by its mouth. And it God is relating that to how our tongue, yep. like how our tongue affects and our tongue has the power to do all these things I just listed, but also it has the power to man, to keep us in the faith, to keep yep. us pushing forward during the hardships. That last one is what I kinda wanna to to stay on. Better coping skills during hardships and times of stress. Yep. Man, so God never promised an easy life you know being with jesus is is our is our call that's what God you know sent he sent Jesus on this earth so that we could have a relationship with yeah. him um he never said it was going to be easy when we come to faith it, it's actually we have to endure things yes, um, yes but but speaking life having that positive mindset um through the through the eyes of God, I want to I want to highlight that of like not just like oh man life is good just have positivity, but no, it's like a positivity yes. from the Lord. Like man, God is good, uh, yes, and that's where that roots from. But uh, it's gonna help through yeah. the hardships of, of life.
1: I was gonna give some examples, like yeah. uh, you're like, well, you said the way I should speak life from so a like, How do I do that? Yeah, for I'm sure. getting there. Like um, it, yeah. So uh, when I walk into let's say uh, Faith Church Shoals, I'm walking back to the kids wing. Mm-hmm one of the hardest things for me sometimes can be to approach somebody that I don't know. Mm, Yeah. And so one of the things that I've started telling myself when I'm about to go up and talk to somebody, this goes on in my head. Mm -hmm. I say, God wants you to speak to them. Mm -hmm. My God puts you here to speak to that person. Yeah. And it makes it easier. Like when I know that I'm doing it, not, not through my anxious, not through my power, but I'm Mm -hmm. doing it because God has set me here for this purpose. Yeah. It makes it so much easier for me to walk up and take that first step. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Another example, let's see um man there's so many there's so many times that I do this, but uh oh, when I yeah. first wake up in the morning okay. and i'm gonna i'm gonna do something with this here in a minute, but uh when I first wake up in the morning, like mm-hmm. God gave me this day yeah like it's it's uh, up to me to get up, seize the day, start my quiet time, mm-hmm. and really get in there and just make the most of it mm-hmm. and if i have a if I have an encounter with
0: somebody that needs Jesus that day, like that's a win- mm-hmm. for sure yeah yeah that's that's so good, um I think. I think talking about stuff like this sometimes um, we're not we're not totally honest and I think this is like like this is honest like I think um, man if people were honest about stuff that goes on in their head like there would be some crazy conversations but like this is legitimate like I mean it might seem like fickle and like don't matter or whatever but like there's man I have so much going on in my head Mm -hmm. sometimes of like um, for like young adults whenever I'm getting ready to speak like I feel like I don't know if it's, if it's the devil, if it's just myself getting at me or or what it is, but man, I just get in a place of, I'm nervous and like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not prepared enough. I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, I have this really weird thing. Example, I, I feel yeah. like something might be wrong with me. I don't know. I, whenever I get nervous, I'm bound to yeah. throw up. No, that's everybody. I, like, man. I'm like I'm bound yeah. to throw up. And so that's something I got to focus on of like, okay, don't throw up. Don't throw yeah. up. And, like I feel like that's good. Like the devil's like got that in me to hinder me from what I'm about to speak yeah. to these young adults. But I got to tell myself like, no, I, yes. I prepared. Like God laid this on my heart. Yes. That's a big thing. Like that's it. Like God called me to this and God gave me this word. Like this wasn't something I came up with on my own, but God, the Holy Spirit implanted this in me yes. to share with others. And when I get to that point and when I, I'm, I'm nervous, but then as soon as I get up there and I start speaking into the microphone, like all of that goes away. Yep. I'm not focused on that. And I'm just focused on what the Holy Spirit telling me to say. And that's, what's so reassuring every time when I'm done, I'm like, and I know, like it went away as soon as I went up there. So yeah. I knew like that's exactly it, was, it. it was the right thing to do. And that's where you're supposed to be. So I think that what you're saying is great of like, you could go up, you know, on a Sunday morning before you're getting ready to, to talk to somebody you don't know. It could be like, Ethan, you got this. You can talk to Yeah. Him. Like, yeah, that's that's positive. That's a good mindset to have. But that's that's just, I mean, yeah. that could be worldly. Like that's yeah. just a, a, from coming from yourself. But you're saying, God, yeah, God, God is, chose me. He's for designing this. this. Like God is, He's interacting this moment right now. God wants you to speak to them. Like that's, like you can't I, say I, that I and be didn't. anxious. Like God yeah, chose real. me for this. <laughs> yeah. God
1: put me here to talk to this person. Yeah. God mm-hmm. gave me this word to take up on stage. For sure. God made me the leader of this ministry. Mm-hmm. Like it's up to me to steward it. Yeah. And yeah. so, like all those things, just repeat that, and that's that's what goes on in my head now. Cause used to, I would I would walk out and. Bethany's had to deal with some of this, so mm-hmm. you can ask her sometime. But uh, I'd, I'd walk out from a conversation with somebody and be like, babe, I don't think they like me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they thought I was weird or that I said something wrong there. Mm-hmm. And now I walk away and I'm like, it's like the, the last the last time I stepped off a stage, she asked mm-hmm. me, she goes, oh, how do you think your message went? I was like, I thought it was really good. And she goes, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, I know I usually say, like, uh, you know, this was bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I stuttered on this word. But I was like, I think that God gave me this message. I mm-hmm. delivered it. I prepared for it the best I could. I, mm-hmm. I was like, it couldn't have went better. I think yeah. it went really good. And so it's just having that conversation with myself mm-hmm. and really getting rid of the negative and yeah. replacing it with God. Mm-hmm. Like, God put me
0: here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, really good. That's the big thing, man. That's God. I, yeah. Like, I think when we started, I was like, I don't want people to think, like, it's just this— selfish thing. Yeah. Like we have the power because we don't. And so I think there's, there's some people who maybe who don't have faith in God, don't have a relationship with him. You know, they talk about positivity and, and self-love and all this, yeah. but that's coming. The root is like yourself, like you have the power to, to do this, like yeah. your words, like it's coming from you. And like, that's not what we're saying. Like God is ultimately the root of this positivity. Yes, God yes. is the root of this speaking life. Um, and it makes a huge difference. I think having God is the root. I think so too. Yeah. There's like that. a thin line
1: between
0: like speaking life over yourself mm. and then uh,
1: vanity of yeah, like encouraging yourself. I yeah. think God is on the other side of that line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you have to you have to get over there. Yeah.
0: Because there's a difference. If you're looking in the mirror in the morning, you're like, you you're are handsome. You are a king. Yeah. You are gonna crush this day. My goodness, you're so beautiful. Yep. Like, that, I mean, yes, that's positivity. Yes, that's like, that's. Good self-talk, you know, but yeah. I mean, what is that doing ultimately? That's just building your ego. That's building yourself. Yeah. But if you look at the mirror, you're like, like God. I got know you're struggling to for yeah, me, but God, man, yeah. God chose you for this day. God gave you this day. Like that's not putting the, yeah, putting it on you. Like that's you're highlighting God's power. You're high- highlighting what God did and your is going to do in your life. That's right. One of the things that I've really had to stay away from,
1: mm-hmm. and this is going to the negative thoughts. We talked about some of the positive. Mm-hmm is this idea of my whole day is ruined. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is, uh, you know, I'm here working, and let's say somebody comes up to me and says that I missed something, like mm-hmm. I didn't get something done. Yeah, I have the tendency that even if it's 8 o'clock in the morning when they tell me that, mm-hmm. I'm like, that just ruined my whole day. Yeah. I'm mad for the rest of the day, or I'm going to be upset, or I mm-hmm. can't enjoy the rest of my day. And I used to have that a lot. Mm-hmm. And so one of the ways that, I sort of correct that is like, did you have a bad day, or did you have like a bad five minutes? Because mm-hmm. if you let the if you let that one bad moment ruin your entire day, you're missing opportunities God has for you. Yeah. And so I saw this on TikTok. You do TikTok? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I figure <laughs> I figured you probably still did. Yeah. But um, I saw this thing on TikTok and it was I I wish I knew the name of this guy because I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting down with these uh, probably twenty year old, eighteen year old, and he asks them a question. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it right here. If I gave you $10 million mm. today yeah. and you could spend it on anything you want, you can go shopping, you can uh, go live on the beach, mm-hmm. but you're done after today, you don't wake up in the morning, it's over, would you take that $10 million?
0: Uh No. Right. Yeah, no, not a chance.
1: And so then he says, well, then why do you wake up in a bad mood every day? Mm. He's like, you just told me that your morning tomorrow, waking up tomorrow, is worth $10 million to you. Yeah. Mm. So how, how are you not waking up thinking mm-hmm. it's going to be a great day? Yeah. It's going to be a $10 million day. Yeah, that's good. And so that's the way when I wake up in the morning. And it's been hard because I wake up at 5 o'clock some mornings <laughs> oh, man, to get to work. To. Yeah. And it's like, just get out of bed. And it's like, mm. it's going to be a good day. Yeah. I'm going to have a good day. God's going to give me a good day. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's going to be whatever God has ordained it to be. Yeah. And I'm going to answer the
0: call. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's a good, I've seen that same thing. Yeah. Um, and I, for some reason still was like, what, I mean, what's he going to ask me? Like yeah. I didn't, I, yeah. I didn't catch it, but I've seen that video. Yeah. I um, mean, that's crazy to think like, cause we put, I think such a high value, but I, I do all the time of like having so much money or whatever, like, Oh, this would be amazing to have this much money, but it's still not worth your life. Yeah. It's not it's worth not. not waking up the next morning. And so, and that's powerful. That's something yeah. good to think about. Like, waking up is worth more than any it is amount of money (laughs) because if you get that amount of money and you're not waking up the next day when you
1: can wake up in the morning and you're thinking of kingdom things Mm -hmm. there's nothing throughout the day that can that can ruin your day
0: yeah for sure there is an example i was trying to look up and it's um i'm gonna butcher it but it's i don't know if you've seen it the people listening might know as well but um it's kind of like there's So there's 86,400 seconds Yep In a day And I think I it think was kind of like this. I'm totally I might get this wrong But the the whole idea is basically like If somebody comes in um, And like We'll say Gives you $84,000 and 84000 or No $86,400 If somebody gives you that And then they take away $15 Or is that going to do anything is that going to ruin like no, how, yeah. no. and that's so good. the same thing of like in a day man a 15 second interaction of something happening why are you going to let that ruin yeah. the thousands of that's other good. seconds you have in the day and yeah. so it's the same kind of same principle of like something a 15 second 30 second a minute something that happens like that we should not allow that to ruin the rest of our day because that's man the enemy is behind that yeah. if he can in the morning if he can get you within a few seconds man the following 86,340 seconds of the day are ruined. And now you're not doing anything for God. You're not going to be able to to encourage others. You're not going to be able to spread the love of Jesus. Um, That's a big thing. I think if you're not experiencing the love of Jesus for yourself, how are you going to be able to show that to others?
1: And you're responsible for those other 85,000 whatever Mm. minutes. Like You're responsible for that. You're you're the steward of that time that Mm. God has given you. And if you let somebody take you out of the game mm-hmm. in 30 seconds or 30 minutes or whatever, yeah. like if
0: you're out of the game for the whole day, you're missing a lot of opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Uh, man, Talking about this, uh, you know, this topic and stuff. I was trying to think about um, somebody somebody in the Bible that, you know, kind of practices or maybe just kind of related to this. I mean, you brought up somebody. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was who King is David, except king for David.
1: talking about when he was a shepherd. Yeah, okay. And he shows up on this battlefield, and there's a giant issuing a challenge down in mm-hmm. the field. Yeah. And, you know, the king comes in, and he wants to give him his armor. He wants to give him his sword. He wants mm-hmm. to deck him out and all this stuff. Yeah. And David's like, I don't need that. I've never mm-hmm. fought in that. I've never needed that. Mm-hmm. I have my God, mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk out on this field with a sling, and I'm going to yeah. take him down. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is – the The David mindset, mm-hmm. right there, of I have a God; I don't need anything you have. Yeah, nothing you do. A
0: giant standing on the battlefield can't ruin my day. Yeah, that's good. So, that's yeah, good. I David, thought that was man. David wrote tons of psalms as well, man, yeah. that are like full of just God's promises. You know, the encouragement of what God says about us. Yeah, but I think that's a great example, man. The king was trying to be like, you are gonna need this armor, like, to fight this fight, this dude. Yeah, um, and I think in life, you know, sometimes people are like you're gonna need this to yeah to do this like you're man you need to you're gonna need this money you know to be happy you're, you're gonna need this to to make a difference you're gonna have to to do that like and god or david was like i don't need that yeah like i've done th- I man i killed a lion with god's power and i had yeah. no armor on like and so that that's the same thing we like we don't need anything else but God. That's good, yeah. And that's all that
1: Saul and the army ever knew is like armor, yeah. mm-hmm. swords, bows, yeah. spears, all that. Mm-hmm. And then David comes in with God and a little tiny shepherd boy. Like imagine if they had shed the armor, shed yeah. the swords, and it's like, we're just going to trust God. Mm-hmm. And they would have ran over
0: yeah, the opposing army. Yeah, If they really put their, their trust and faith yeah. in God, man. That, you see that time and time again with battles in, in the Bible of like, man, people were outnumbered but they had God on their side and they yeah. they defeated him and so that I mean yeah they could have crushed the Philistines if they would have all been like David yeah <laughs> yeah definitely and David went out there with a sling no armor and God yeah and defeated Goliath but yeah I think that's a David's a great example for a man so many things in life because he's just he had so many things happen to him and God used him in just incredible yeah. ways but he also fell. Made a few mistakes, many ways, yeah, but, but God w- was still in that um, and, and still used them. But I think that's um, that's a good example, you know, David. Yeah. All I needed was God, and He was able to do what anybody else couldn't. Yeah, and I think that's something to think about. Of, like you can do something nobody else can with God, with God's power yeah. in you. Like there's God designed you specifically to do something with your life. He's got a plan for you that nobody else is going to do. Nobody else can do because God designed you for that. Yeah. But it's, you got to have the faith in God to be able to do whatever that is. Cause if you try and go your own way, if David tried to put on the armor and use yeah. a sword, he probably would have not succeeded That's in right. killing Goliath. And so don't put on somebody else's armor. Yeah. You know, Pick up your sling. Pick up what God's given you, and have faith in Him, and, and you're going to be able to take on that's man right. each day as it comes, and and continue to to make a difference. I think. And the Bible said that uh,
1: David was a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Like that's something it says in the Bible. Yeah. But then you look at David; like he made mistakes, mm-hmm. he uh, adultery, yeah, uh, murder. Mm-hmm. But constantly he comes back to God. Mm-hmm. And he does. He doesn't stay in the shame. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the areas that, like, I really. You have to get out. When I make a mistake, I think there's a little bit of shame that comes with it, For sure. and that can cripple you. Mm-hmm. And so David didn't stay, didn't sit and wallow in the shame. Mm-hmm. He came back to God. He repented, and he got going back with his calling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it comes from with with me is like, yeah, I make I make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I didn't make like the the huge mistake, but I make little mistakes that make me get down on myself. Mm-hmm. And the best thing I can do is just shake that off and mm-hmm. just keep on coming. Yeah. And just keep coming yeah. back to God. Just mm-hmm. back to God. Just For back sure. to his feet. And I think that's where the speaking life comes from. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta get back to back to yeah. where I need to yeah. be
0: instead of in my head where the enemy wants me. For sure. That's so good. Man, we're kinda uh about to wrap wrap things All up. Right. I yeah. think we've had some good conversation, but I just wanna give you give you a minute maybe. Um any last words you kinda wanna say kinda call it this is kind of final thoughts final of, thoughts of the you got, got any final thoughts i can go final first if thoughts. you need some time to think yeah me, give me leave me a little time for sure so well, one last thing i, I want to leave leave you guys with is just um we've said it before i just want to reiterate it um is, man that the the positive mindset the the speaking life over yourself don't see that as coming from yourself or it's all about you or or it's feeding your ego and feeding your pride cuz that's not what we're talking about we're not talking about a you know, a power that comes from, from ourselves because I don't think we have the power to change anything. God is more powerful than us. So I think the positivity, the the speaking life over yourself has to be rooted in God's love. It has Good. to be rooted in what God has done in your life, and it's got to be rooted that, that God says this, and now I'm just speaking this over myself. So initially it was said by God, and now I'm just reiterating it to myself. Yeah. And I think uh
1: my final thought, and we can make this theological if we want to, but oh, yeah. uh it's all it all goes back to sanctification, if mm-hmm. you know what that means you can you can google it or mm-hmm. whatever, but um sanctification is putting off the old man mm-hmm. and putting on the new, it's killing your old habits and living more like god mm-hmm. and I think Speaking life of yourself and getting rid of negativity, it's it's biblical mm-hmm. and it's part of your sanctification process that brings you closer to Jesus and closer mm-hmm. to God. Yeah. So the more we do that, the closer we get to God. The further we get mm. from the old man. Yeah. That's
0: so good. That's so good. I think that's a great, great place to end on this. I think it is too. Ethan, thank you so much for being Thanks on for the podcast, me. man. You incredible experience. I think w- with this and, and just genuine, raw like helpful stuff, I think, yeah, I and so I uh, appreciate being on here. Yeah, thank you, man. I am yeah. glad. I was glad to be here. It's yeah, awesome. for sure. Might have to have you on here in another few episodes. Yeah, for sure, man. That'd be fun. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Man, Ethan, thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening, uh, from wherever you're listening at. Maybe you live in the United States. Maybe you live in Alabama here with us. Maybe you live in a different country. Whatever it is, thank you for listening. Uh, peace out. That's all we got. See you on the next episode.